You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, Ken Davenport here with the Producers Perspective Podcast, episode number 247. You know, way back in May of 2020, I talked about what I believed the Broadway recovery would look like, grafted out and everything. Well, that's when I thought the shutdown would only be a few months. Things have changed. I've got a new outlook on what Broadway's recovery will look like, and it's coming up next. I want to be a producer with a hit show on Broadway. You're listening to the Producers Perspective Podcast with your host, Tony Award winner, Ken Davenport. Things change mighty fast in a pandemic. Things have certainly changed since May of 2020 when I first postulated what I thought Broadway's recovery from an economic perspective will look like. And frankly, things have changed since yesterday. It's hard to keep up, but we're going to try. I'm revising some predictions of what I believe Broadway recovery, Broadway's recovery will look like, and I wanted to share them with you today. So look, none of us could have imagined that a year and a half, we'd have only two shows running. We all thought we'd be back up and running a few weeks or a few months after that March 12th shutdown. Uh, but here we are. Here we are, and things have changed. So if you'll remember last May, in case you missed uh, me talking about this then, I predicted what I referred to as a fishing hook recovery. You know, economists will talk about a V-shaped recovery or a U-shaped recovery out of recessions. You know, I'm a little dramatic. So I came up with my own moniker called the fishing hook recovery, uh, which was a little bit of a convoluted form of a graphic that basically looked like a bucket with a straight line uh, sticking out of the end. Uh, What I was expecting, of course, we were doing uh, unbelievable business, and then that business just ended, right? Unlike other forms of recessions, we didn't recede, we just stopped, right? We went from 60 to zero in no time, and we've sat at zero for a year and a half. So look, what is going to happen now is that we are not gonna turn the lights on for all the shows at once, right? We thought originally that maybe three weeks after, we just turn the lights back on and 40 theaters would be lit again and all those Broadway shows would be up and running and we go straight back up in the air. That's not gonna happen. We are going to stagger back. We have two shows running as of me recording this podcast right now. We have Bruce Springsteen, we have the very powerful play Passover, which I urge you all to go check out. 
And then slowly but surely, we have Hades Town coming, we have Phantom coming. We are going to slowly add to the weekly grosses. We are going to add to those numbers and steadily incline, right? We're gonna go back. And I believe that incline, I am predicting that incline is going to be a steep incline because I believe there's a lot of pent up demand. I believe people are going to rush back to the theater, especially because we have mandated masks and vaccines. And those people are going to want to see theater. Our audiences are gonna to want to see theater. I know this, I hear this anecdotally. I played golf with someone last week. They said, man oh man, my wife and I have made a commitment to see more theater now than ever before. We have missed it so much. I then told him uh, where he could buy tickets and watched him do it on his phone, by the way. So, and look, if you check some of the ticket sales for some of the shows out there, shows are selling, shows are selling. We're gonna see a steep incline. I, I firmly believe this because of the pent up demand and hopefully by the time more and more shows are running, October, November, December, the Delta variant will be held back. I won't say squashed just yet. It's going to take a little bit of a longer time than that. But hopefully it will be quieted as long as people out there get their vaccines, get their vaccines, get their vaccines. Yes, uh, please encourage people to get vaccinated and get vaccinated if you, yourself if you have not done that yet. Now, here's where I'm really revising my prediction is that I thought we would just go straight up from there. Originally, because I thought the the time it would take to get the shows back up and running again would be short lived. It's going to be longer now. It has been longer, and unfortunately, we're going to get into that time of year, January, February, which is never a good time for the theater. Right, January, February is always a difficult time. A lot of shows do close during that period, and we're facing that right after we get back up and running again. And the fact of the matter is that a lot of New Yorkers who will come out and support us in November, October, November, December, many of them go away during January, February. So even if they want to support, they just may not be here, especially this year, as people are still trying to spend time away um, during the pandemic. So we're going to have, I believe, fewer New Yorkers here than before. And of course, the big variable that none of us knew back when we only thought this would be a short shutdown is that tourism is just not back yet. And tourism is never strong in January and February, but it it is existent, right? There is some tourist activity, and that's going to be much more subdued this year. We do have MLK weekend in January, like those usually bring more numbers. Those numbers are going to be subdued. And certainly what's going to be even more subdued than domestic tourism is international tourism will still be down significantly. So unfortunately, what I'm predicting now is we're going to see this steep incline, but then January and February, we're going to see a little bit of a pullback. It's going to be a pretty big dip. Right? If you go onto my blog, you can actually see a, gr a new graphic I've doodled onto a post-it of what I believe this recovery is going to look like. We're going to see a big dip, and unfortunately, we may see some shows close. We may see some shows close. We always see shows close in January. It's always a natural time when shows say, okay, now's the time to go because I don't have the advance built up. We just may see some of the uh, some shows close that we had hoped would make it all the way through, right? 
But without those domestic or international tourists, it's just going to be hard to keep those shows going. In fact, I've got some numbers for you. Here's a prediction from New York City and Company, the company that looks after the tourism trade in New York City. Uh, New York attracted a record 66.6 million tourists last year, 2019, and was expected to break that record again in 2020, right? The virus upended those expectations, direct quote, and the city may reach only a third of last year's total, a third. So now, Ken again, off the quote, of course this is going to have an impact on the audiences that we see, especially during the usually depressed times of January and February. So we again may see a few more shows closed than we would like. Now, the bright spot is that once the spring comes and we are further away from the Delta variant and we are closer to herd immunity and we have quelled the Delta variant and anything else that pops up, knock some wood, I'll wait as you knock something. I do expect the theater then to take a very, very gradual upswing into the summer of 2022, which I expect to be absolutely gangbusters. So yes, a revised prediction, no question, because hey, that first prediction was May 2020. Who the heck knew what was going on then? We know more now. This is the prediction as of today. I reserve the right to change it again, but I'm pretty confident that this is what we're going to look like. Broadway is going to be back. It's going to take a little bit longer than we would have liked, just like the shutdown was a little bit longer than we would have liked. But I am predicting we're going to get back to where we were before and far beyond because there is nothing like the live theater going experience. You can help Broadway get back and theaters in your community get back. Just get vaccinated and buy a ticket to see a show. And I'll see you at the theater. Thanks again for listening to the Producers Perspective podcast. If you found this episode informative, educational, inspirational, or just entertaining, uh, do me a favor and share this episode with another theater maker or two in your life. My mission is to amplify the conversation about theater because if we get more people talking about it, we'll get more people making it, we'll get more people seeing it, it will be great for the industry as a whole. If you want more of my daily perspectives on theater and Broadway, check out my blog at theproducersperspective.com or check out my social media accounts at Ken Davenport B-Way on Instagram and at Ken Davenport on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We'll see you for the next episode. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.